0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, it's this time of the month yet again. We are doing the Coffee with Glems podcast, and we have another another guest with us today. And uh, their name is Lady Pelvic. Uh, so why don't you introduce yourself, my dear, and what you do on YouTube?
1: Hey, yo. It's your girl, Lady Pelvic of Pelvic Gaming, and I do JRPG reviews and top fives. Um, again, I'm a very JRPG-centric channel, but sometimes... You know, don't get me wrong. I love JRPGs; they're my bread and butter. But sometimes, you know, you get like a Kirby review, you get a Legend of Zelda review, you know. So.
0: Oh sure, oh, oh sure. Well, I was gonna. I felt like we we're in good company because we're both, uh, both JRPG people, mm-hmm. and it's 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 always not Because I don't know the the thing with JRPG channels is they even the big ones are niche. Like I yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't I wouldn't call my channel big, like I, I'm talking like big in terms of YouTube scale, like but. It's still fairly niche as far as like a, a channel goes, and it, I think it is because we we focus on JRPG content. You know, we don't we don't go balls deep into like Nintendo and stuff like that. Uh, we we like our little we like our little turn based games.
1: It's, <laughs> it's true. It's, our bread and butter. it's true, and that's that's a shame though. Really, you know, I think there's so much richness to JRPGs, and it's upsetting that there's not like a big, like channel for jrpg you know like there are bigger channels but again you know i mean like you and you know butter buns um you know like you guys are like killing it in the jrpg department but it's still like you know where's like a markiplier of jrpgs you know like damn it i want it
0: well i was gonna say like i feel like out of out of all out of all of kind of like the the circle the, the, the 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 trinity um i feel like buns is definitely number one as far as focusing on we're not even focusing but just like her jrpg stuff explodes and it's mm-hmm. it's great to see <laughs> it's so yeah. good to see um like when when persona 5 came out and and buns is like just oh my god that that woman's videos just make me it put her me in energy a good
1: place. her energy oh. is phenomenal you know i still think her persona 5 one is my favorite i just i love her shots joke where she talk about the doctor? Oh, yeah. You take that just cracks you up every time. I just think she's like a master at comedy. You know, she's she's a master. I cannot wait for her like Kingdom Hearts three video. You know, I'm am, I am waiting with bated oh, breath. It's gonna be so good. It's gonna be great.
0: hmm I I was gonna say so if you if you're listening, buns, basically we're we're brown nosing you. Uh, yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh oh we are. yeah. Um, but, but yeah, no, I I feel you as far as like you know sometimes taking a little veer off of JRPG stuff. Um, I, I had a couple of those during the year. I, I know I've brought this up before, but obviously when with Final Fantasy VII, burnt me out. Um, Bravely Default is so huge that I, c- I know I wouldn't be able to do part one and part two back to back, or I'd get burnt out again. It it got close in the last video. So now I'm like, right, I'm going to do a post video. <laughs> and I'm not sure if the time this podcast is out, it's going to be out. But you're gonna see what it is. I'll show you after this.
1: Okay, pelvic. I look forward to it. Thank you. I'll
0: show you <laughs> after this. Uh, it is gonna be quite a giggle. But yeah, I I I, I try to dip my toes into like uh, m- bad movies mm-hmm. with a with the goth the goth thing, uh, which was really really fun. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I, I guess jrpgs uh, are, are a passion for both of us and i think that they're, they're going to be the thing we'll stick on for as 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 long as as long as uh, time is a thing
1: <laughs> yeah right i that's a that's a good point though like a good conversation to have like jrpg burnout you know i feel like i experience that quite frequently mm. especially like i don't know when you play like a bad game oh my god like playing final fantasy 8 was just the bane of my existence you know it's like oh my god and i played it twice because I did not, I could not, the way play- I was playing, mm-hmm, I played it pseudo twice, so what happened was I, I played it, you know, my first playthrough, and I couldn't beat, uh, spoiler, the final boss, whatever, I couldn't, you know. It's, it's okay. Okay, you know, I, I couldn't beat her, and um, yeah, because the way, I was like, I was cheesing through that game, I just pretty much used um, Guardian Forces, is that what they're called, GFs, you know, through that game, and I just spammed yep. them, you know, and then when you get to Ultimecia, you can't do that, you know, Ultimecia says no so and i just did not have the spells like i think it was aura um some meteor maybe i don't know like i just didn't have the, enough good spells yeah. to boost my character stats so i did a pseudo second playthrough. i okay i'm one of those people who make like 20 save files in jrpgs right just so i can go back at any point oh, sure. you know yeah, yeah and yeah. i also do that as a youtuber because like maybe if i want to talk about <coughs> specific part in final fantasy 8 you know they don't have chapters so you know what i'm saying but yeah, um yeah. i went back to the very end of disc one so like the parade um and I pretty much, I had a walkthrough this time, and I really built my characters. I found, like, ultimate what, you know, I got Squall's ultimate bullcrap. And, you know, um, then I could beat her. And I will say, Ultimis is actually a really fun, like, final boss. Like, what, if you're properly prepared, she's actually really, really fun. Just the first time I was not prepared. Um, the, the
0: music as well. Like, that's the one extreme. thing about
1: eight. Hey, yeah.
0: The Eight. Uh, I brought this up the other day. I did like a Final Fantasy Eight tweet where it's like, I know Final Fantasy Eight might be mixed, but might I present to you? And it's just a dear. Yes. Like the designs in eight are amazing. The music is amazing. The just designs in general, monster designs, all look really cool. It just suffers from a a problem at its core. But for some people, it might not be a problem. That's the yeah. thing. It, it is. Yeah. It, it is so highly subjective as as a game um and it it's interesting because i don't know whether you know when when 8 came out um i i have no idea what the reception was like upon release um but it's it's really strange how it almost feels like 8's reputation has slowly gone down the longer time has gone on and i'm not Inherently shitting on eight. I, I I have a lot of good memories with eight. I know I know that I am nostalgia blinded with eight, because I know that the game is is flawed up the wazoo. But um, <laughs> it's <laughs> but
1: it's it's
0: I I I I don't know. Like what was it about the game that just made you loathe it?
1: Oh my god, okay, where do I even begin? <laughs> Take a seat. Oh, you already are. But so. Yeah, I'll pl- no, please, stand-
0: please, please. It's your turn to shine, yeah.
1: <laughs> no, well, one, I, I hate I hate the gameplay. I hate that the gameplay punishes you for using, um, like, just using your ability. So, you know, you equip, um, what is it? I think there's like an Aqua spell or something. Water, like, the spell that's for water. You equip that for HP, and your HP, like, right- oh no, it's Cura. That's, that's a lie. It's Cura. You know, you equip Cura yeah. to your HP, but every time you use a Cura spell, you know, your stat, your base stat, your base HP goes down. And to me, I find that so insulting because it makes you... It does the psychology, like the hoarding psychology, right? You know when you get, like, 99 elixirs, you're like, I don't want to use these because you never know when I'll yeah, use yeah, it. Yeah. And that's... But, like, the, what's worse, though, is you get, like... Unlike using an elixir, you know, an item, you just buy... Like, you get punished for it. So your base HP goes down every time you use Cura. And, you know, your attack, if Firea is attached to your attack, that goes down. And I just... And so it made me, like it discourages the player from using spells. I cannot tell... I am a hoarder. I am an item hoarder. It's a problem. It's, like, it's been, like, three times on my um, New Year's resolution, you know, every, (laughs) every for the past three years. Okay, use items in JRPGs, and I'm still struggling with it. So now you're telling me that spells or something, now I have to struggle with that, too, because I'm so wary of... My stats going down and I know you use one or two spells, it's nothing drastic. I I get it. But it's that it's that toxic mindset. In addition, I didn't like I did not connect to any of the characters. I thought the character Okay, so I'm a person where the overarching plot of like, save the world, this monster's about to be reborn, blah, 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 mm. that does never, that never is as <clears throat> interesting as character relations. Interpersonal sure. character development, what their personal story is, what their personal trials and tribulations were, all that stuff. You know what I mean? That's oh, what yeah. I yeah, live yeah. for. And the fact that like, Selfie didn't have, you know, uh, Zell, is that his name? Yeah, Zell didn't have, you know, it's pretty yeah. much like Squall and Renault. Zell was just the comedic relief, which is f- There's nothing wrong. I'm not saying you need tragic characters, but I would sure. like. Something like substance, you know, just like oh, this is why this character, like you know, Alfin or whatever. I guess technically, I, from Octopath Traveler, I'm jumping around. You, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Like,
0: it's okay, it's okay. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but like you know, he, I think, had a little tragedy or whatever. But he was like inspired by a doctor. He that, that's why he went around to other people. I think he couldn't save someone. But you know, it's something lighthearted. You know, like it's not lighthearted, but it's not. Yeah, <laughs> grand. It's not grand. You know what I mean? Like, oh my god, his brother. It was not something, like berserk shit, right? It's just oh, some yeah. like. You know, and I just needed some kind of motivation. Like, this is why Zell the way he is. This is why like Selfie was just like cute girl who was clumsy. You know, I think her shining moment was when she was in the missile base, and she's like, "Yeah, let's blow it up." You know, I was like, "Finally, like some kind of hoopla." But I just she,
0: she had cool. like a a couple of a couple of moments where she could shine. Selfie, and I, I I remember them because they're the only bits of Selfie I really remember one of them is as you said the missile base the other one i was her garden it wasn't galbadia was it or
1: it was her her garden got blown up her garden got blown up by the missile
0: yeah yeah so when she goes there it's like oh look she's actually experiencing another emotion other than trains that's (laughs) nice to see um and, and, and like zell he he has like a whiff of character when he talks about his mother and I was like, "Oh, that could be interesting with like Zell's mum, and you could do something there, and you know I, but they 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 never really go past the surface of that other than Zell loves his mum, mm-hmm. and I felt when I first played it, even as a kid, when they introduced his mother, I was like, Ah, oh, she's gonna be either kidnapped or killed, and it's gonna be dramatic, and then it's never really touched on again. Irvine is." fine um <laughs> he it, he mm, yeah mm, uh, uh no. i i kind of like how the game i like how the game makes fun of him i like how the game knows that he thinks he's a, a toy boy but he's anything but and that like he like the game pushes him down the stairs on multiple occasions yeah um and then it's like Ah, uh, ha-ha, Look at me, I'm a big tough man. But then he gets that sniper rifle out at a deer, and he's like, "Oh no, I'm baby," and it's yeah. like that's that's his yeah. And and so there are the thing about eight, which again I haven't played it in years. All I have are these sweet memories of eight and a lot of frustration. Even as a kid, um, it it has a lot of moments where you're like, "Whoa," but then it it kind of peters out. And then you have another movie where it's like, woo, And every single time the sorceresses are involved, I'm like, ah, that, that's where my interest, like, peaks. Mm-hmm. The entire sorceress stuff, like, I love how Abel is just the... Her name was uh, Abel, wasn't it? But uh. I, I love how she looks. The really tall one who, like, no. attaches Renoa. Adele. And that's
1: she, who it is. It's Adele. That's
0: Oh, that's the one, yeah. She's got these, like, big pecs, and I'm like, that's mm-hmm. so cool. Like, I love that shit. It's just so interesting, mm-hmm. and... But then the the issue issue maybe it's an issue with me, personally, was that the sorceresses are never really explained.
1: Yes. They're not. And that's a problem. Yeah. That's huge. I agree with you. Sorry, not to like usurp your like train of thought there. I just No,
0: no, please, go, go, yeah. But
1: that's what irritates... like I feel like Final Fantasy VIII has a lot of really cool concepts. You know? A lot of it cool does. stuff. You know what I mean? Like, but like think about it. Um, Squaw and his dad were never like really touched up on like I don't think they really got like a Moment you know what I mean? Like you the player know, but they never got a moment like I think what's his name? Oh my god. He's the best character in eight. What's his name the dad? Oh my god Laguna Laguna Laguna's moments were like the best in the game loved him He was so happy. He was a goofball. He was funny Like I mean his like acting role where he fights a dragon He's like is this the dragon like it's so silly so I love it. Oh, it's ridiculous yeah. over the top. I am here for Laguna all day, every day. But that wasn't touched up on. I felt like um, the girl who was running away all the t- Not the girl who was running away, but the other witch girl. I forgot her name. Yeah. You know, she uh, just felt alone. Rain? Alone? No, no. Rain is the mother. Rain is um, oh, Laguna's man. lover. Um, and then there's Julia, which is the piano girl, who is... Beautiful Renola's. music. Beautiful music. Great. Beautiful. Yeah. I hate to say it, oh my god, I t- can't believe I'm saying this to you, Clemps of all the people, but like, I think I like <gasps> Eyes on You, or Eyes on Me, Eyes on Something, more than I like Final Fantasy 9's whatever, Memory of Life or something. I hate to say it. <laughs> I
0: No, 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 no. I, I don't have a, a problem with that, because I... I don't know if I agree with you. I'll have to listen <laughs> to them both, but Melodies of Life, for me, um, I like the instrumental core of that mm-hmm. song, but as soon as the lyrics hit in, I'm like, right, I'll I'll find the instrumental because I <laughs> I don't hate the lyrics, of course. But I just like the 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 soothingness of just the well, the the instrumental. I I love it. It's really nice. But then then eyes on eyes on me, you. I forget exactly what it's called, but me too. <laughs> um, it 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 just goes. And see, it, it's really funny. Like you never know how how these podcast tangents are just going to go. Like now we've just landed on eight, and I haven't spoken about eight in such a long time that it... I, I'm kind of having to go through you, because obviously you've just played it twice. Mm-hmm. I, I'm having to, like, patch up all these bits in my memory. Like, oh, that's another character who just got f fu- uh, Kistis. Oh yeah, come Cumplot?
1: Like, yeah, whatever her name is. Quistis? I don't
0: know. <laughs> I've never known how to pronounce it. I've always said <laughs> Kistis. When I was a kid, I used to say Quistis.
1: That's what I think.
0: Um, I'm just yeah, but she... <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> like she she starts off you think she's going to have like a really important role, but the second you leave Garden basically, it's just like uh, who and uh, and and uh, who who Renoa w- is a brat intentionally. She is a bit how can I put it? A bit too overconfident. Mm-hmm. A great uh, kind of what's the word? Yin and Yang to Squall. Yes. Y- mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. she she helps him come out of his shell. I I am one of the few people who who really like Squall. I like that that sad sack. Um,
1: I go on. Respect Squall. Like I think. See, so, sure. okay. So Squall. Here's the thing with Squall. Squall is actually a really kind of deep like there's so many layers to him you have to peel them back you know i think oh, some yeah. people some people you know i can understand how oh, people will look at Squall and be like oh he's just angst you know and that's all he is to it and i'm there like, he is angsty let's let's be clear but there's so oh, much yeah. more to him than just angst because think about it he lost his memories you know because of like the gfs so he does so he is distant from people and he doesn't even know why he's distant mm-hmm. in a fr- you know what i mean so imagine being some type of way but you don't even know why you're that way like you hate people right but like you don't know why you just and it's just a foggy, you know, everything's just so foggy. And yeah. so I, I understand Squall. Like, it, he was a frustrating main character. And I, I felt, you know, there were some definitely shortcomings um, with him. But, like, I, I understand why he is the way he is. So that's why I can... I just think as a main character, he was difficult to like. You know, if he was, like, a side character... I'd be like, whoa, this was great, blah, blah, blah. I just think mm-hmm. for a main character. And I find a lot of people who played eight when they were kids, they were middle schoolers, they were also going through that teen angst and they related to Squall a lot more. And a lot of people I've spoke to oh, as adults, yeah. they played it now and they're like, I like this game. What the hell? You know, or, you know, sometimes they're like, I see this game's flaws, you know, and Squall definitely is an angsty, wah, 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 but like, you know, like I still like them. You know, they have that nostalgia and all that stuff as well. But, yeah. um, so so I I do appreciate Squall like I I don't hate Squall like I I pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I just hate like the cast and I just like Squall and Adia I do like Adia <laughs> oh, Adia and
0: you know what Eight has a lot of good like goth mums yes. and I I live <laughs> I live for it I I live for it every day of my life um but yeah I don't know Eight Eight is something which could really benefit from. Kind of, in all in all honesty, I think it deserves what Final Fantasy VII remake is doing mm-hmm. to its story more than seven does. Honestly, I feel like giving it a kind of alternate timeline spin, and going like, right, eight, n- you know, now we can do things a little bit differently, and things can kind of, you know, I honestly feel like eight des- deserves needs it. It oh. needs it because
1: I agree yeah, wholeheartedly. Like at its
0: yeah, at its core, there's a lot going on. I'm I'm definitely not going to call it a bad game. As I said, I I like it. It um e- even if you like dislike the story and everything like that, the the game in general is not bad with like a capital B. It, it's just confused. <laughs> <laughs> See, is a it's yeah.
1: I mean, I, I would totally call it a bad game. I just I cannot stand it. Like I'm one of those haters. I I'm it's the fine. Hater. Oh, no, totally I'm fine. A hater. Like, I, that said, that said, I could not agree with you more that 8 deserves like a Final Fantasy 7 treatment. There are so many untouched moments or moments that need, need to be expanded upon. Like, you know, the memory loss. That was the most bullshit plot twist I have seen in a game in so, such a long time. Like literally Irvine, you know, they're at the basketball court. This is in, I think it's Trabadia? No, I don't think it's Trabadia. I don't know, but it's, it's, self, it's Selfie whatever's of, yeah. yeah, blown up base or school. And they're in the courtyard. Um, or in the basketball court and they're just like, oh, you didn't know we're orphans like we all know each other I'm like hold up and this this thing this moment that's supposed to be kind of like <gasps> Like ha- literally <clears throat> is talked about once they, and they and the thing is like, oh my god GFs eat your memory Okay, cool, but that's like ne- they still use it. There's literally no pun They're just like I guess we're still gonna. Y- there, there's no consequence. There's no like difference There's no like I didn't like it's, I really like when you know story and gameplay marry each other you know, like, mm. oh, this happens in, have you played like, the Dot .hack series? I you know what I'm talking about. I don't need to explain this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to explain this shit. But when story <laughs> and gameplay marry each other, you know, and they're like, oh, the story says this and the gameplay reflects this by making your attack stronger if you're in this situation or if you're in this situation, sure. your attack, that's what I like. And I just felt like there was no punishment to you. It was like, oh, my God, GS make you lose memory. All right. Let's keep using G.S. Well, that's the thing,
0: it's- it's brought up and you completely forget about it until that basketball segment. And the bit which always got me about that, even as a little boy, I was very confused. Because I was like, well, hold on, because Selfie is- has been at a different school all her life, and, like, Irvine has been in a different place all of his life. Are we supposed to believe that it's like the strings of fate? You know, like everybody's mm-hmm. connected to Ultimicia, which means the string of fate have got to lead them all back to each other because Ultimicia's, like, will is is calling everybody, or, or not even Ultimicia. It could be like one of the other witches. You know, we we mm-hmm. don't know. Like, it, it's bringing them together, and it's like an an unconscious way for them to regain their memories. But it's, it's kind of said, done, you know, pushed under the rug. Let's go through time and space to to beat up a golf. Uh, yeah. and <laughs> like literally, it's just it, <laughs> things like that. This is why I honestly I would love to see eight get the seven treatment in some way, just mm-hmm. to iron those things out a little bit more. Give it a bit more time to breathe, for God's sake. Like mm-hmm. you know, as you can't call eight anything but ambitious. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. God, it is. It it it. I mean, God. It it followed from seven. I mean, that is a hard yeah. game to follow. And they they were probably trying to go. We need to one up seven with the crazy twists. And yeah. they had a lot in the pot. But as you said, not all of them marry each other very well. Mm-hmm. Um. So, who knows? Maybe in the future we'll see. We'll see an, an eight thing. I still get nervous because, I think. I forget if it was somebody who worked on Nine. I'm not sure if it was a director, but they were like, oh, I I would love to return to Nine's universe at some point. And I'm like, scared, scared, don't know, bad, leave it alone, leave, (laughs) stop.
1: (laughs) Yeah, a lot of people were tagging me about like Final Fantasy Nine getting a sequel. And I'm like, as much as I would love to go like see Zidane again, you know what I mean? And see Garnet and see BB's children, I guess. Uh, cry, you know. As much as I would love <laughs> to be with them again, right? Because it's, it's such an unforgettable cast of characters. Except Amaranth, we all forget him. He sucks. But you know what I mean. Oh, oh dead know. <laughs> Yeah, like except Amaranth. He's like the one flaw. But like even Steiner, like as much like I know you're a Steiner boy. I I think Steiner. <laughs> Steiner, Steiner stand, my boy! Oh my god! I think St- <laughs> like Steiner comes around. He does, you know what I mean? You get that Beatrix booty though. I was like, okay, okay, Mister. He do.
0: He fucking clapped cheeks. <laughs> it's amazing. It's I was yeah. Gonna- he sure does. But like, goddamn, uh, it, he's like, Look, I'm gonna clap the war crimes out of you, and he does
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> good good for him,
1: good, good for good. him. <laughs> oh I my god, agreed. they were roommates. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> oh, but what I was going to say though is that makes me nervous when I hear sequels, like a part two. I'm like, Nope, no, nope, it ended beautifully. Kuja, you know, so sad, but it just everything the the canary, the, the play garnet come down to me oh my tears oh. tears tear yeah. i was in tears tears i can watch the ending and just start crying i'm a mess if we talk about this too long i might just start crying thank god we're not taking you know we're not doing this on camera you know <laughs> like ah. when you get my tears like i swear I'm i was just gonna, crying
0: yeah that is one thing i guess uh for those of you who don't know me and uh, me and pelvic are, are uh what's what's the word Webcamming. I i get i'm such a boomer oh. uh <laughs> using cam, so we we could uh we can see our reactions, and right now there are tears streaming down oh our God. face. That's
1: a joke, <laughs> to of course. Be.
0: Um, but there they actually, didn't. there was a question um, that actually, like, I, I guess, kind of touches on that exactly. See, right. there's a question here from a uh, at Hermit Racine, which I think uh, ties in nicely to what we were just talking about. And uh, they, they say, if there was one question from both of you, what JRPG story made you feel the most intense emotions? I.e., which games made you cry like bitches? X-D. <laughs> um, and boy, howdy was that 9 for me. In fact, very recent story as well. I was streaming 9. From start to finish, I did a big charity stream uh, for the LGBT community in Birmingham, which is a, a city in my country, Um and I was, I was doing like a big 10-hour stream, and I decided to beat the game in my own time, you know, streaming it. And one thing about my streams, which you know, God knows I've got to try and stop, but I like to get very drunk when I stream because it's it's the way I always look at it is like right, you finished a long day at work, go down to the pub, get a few get a few drinks down, here. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it takes the edge off. And that, that's that's how streaming is for me. And I guess the one good thing about it is that when I get drunk. I never get rowdy. I just get a lot more giggly, which works. And it also makes me very emotional, but not like where I'm kicking things over, but if there's something sad, the tears will flow. And I got to the ending of Final Fantasy IX, and I had had a few drinks, let's just say that, (laughs) and the second that Vivi bit kicks in, I was full-on wailing on stream. And, you know, there are, like, uh, Total Biscuit laugh emojis while I'm just crying my eyes out at the... And, and the music... Like, don't It's really cute because people are like, I'm crying along, too! And everyone was having... Because it was, like, this, this beautiful little moment where everyone is either giggling at the absurdity of this grown man crying at this game or the or crying with me because it's so sad, or just, you know, enjoying the experience. But the ending of 9, it it takes you on such a rollercoaster. I'm not going to say exactly what happens, but Vivi's little speech leaves you it with such a bittersweet sadness, and then it kind of leaves you on this nice, long bit. Where you're like, oh, you just go, mmm, tasty, bittersweet. And then it drops that Zidane and Garnet thing and then all of a sudden that bittersweetness is just completely lifted and all you feel is this like endless joy and that caused me to break the fuck down I was a snotty mess and it's like that every time I can't not cry at nine it's it's so beautiful
1: (laughs) no I completely agree like as you're talking about it I'm like replaying the ending so that's why like I don't know I feel like I'm like like somberly smiling right now, just because like, like I'm happy. I'm just I'm like replaying it, and it just like just thinking about me I, or thinking about me, <laughs> thinking about it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, thinking about it. I was just like, like you're right. Everything that you said. Just you're right. The VV bit, then Garnet and Zidane's moment, and it was just. I mean, even like far further back to like Hooja's moment. You know, just still. Oh God, yeah. You know what I mean? I was just I just felt like it was just gut punch after gut punch, and then it was like smiley gut punch, and I was just like. Yeah. It just felt, it, it was just one thing after another. And I can't, like, even if I just were to watch Nine's Ending right now, like, after this podcast, I just, I, I just start crying. And I'm like, what, why? Like, I, I could be on, like, a high, like, having, like, the best day ever, you know? I just found, like, a million dollars somehow on the floor and it's all mine, you know? And I could just go yeah. watch Final Fantasy Nine. And I'm just, I'm crying. You know, the ending, I'm, I'm in tears. And I, I don't, know, like, it's, it's powerful stuff. It, I think it's just so powerful, you know? And so, I, I'm, I'm impressed that you were, you were able to put it into words, because I couldn't. I just I'm just like, here's ending, cry. <laughs> that's it, that's me. It's, well, so I
0: guess like other than nine, are there any other games out there for you? Which which, I, you know, it, it can be any kind of you know. I guess intense emotion leaves it quite broad. So any game out there where you it, it just like kicks you in a good or bad way you know just kind of really makes you feel something
1: oh oh absolutely mother 3 have you played i don't know have you played mother
0: (gasps) i haven't played i don't want to i I don't
1: want to do do you have interest in playing it like the earth i would
0: love to play it but if you could give me a you you can like go into detail but so long as you don't spoil like big elements of it you know so essentially it's like give me the the premise yeah okay
1: okay 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 Okay. All I'm going to say is I think this game, along with Final Fantasy VI, has one of the best depiction, best and realest depictions of grief I've ever seen. That's what I'm going to say. Because I really, I don't no even want to give you, yeah, I just, I don't even want to give you a hint Like, I just, I want you, and I almost want to implore you not to, like, stream it. I don't want to tell you what to do. But it's just a game that you want to play by yourself. You want to be in the moment for. It, and it's in the juxtaposition of, of mother, you know, because you see these, they're bright and colorful. It's pixel art. It's um, it, it is very like bright, like you think it's for a kid and then stuff, you know, stuff happens and you're just sure. like taken out of it, and it's just you know, I I just think I don't know, I think when you stream something, you know, you're kind of putting you know kinda of putting on a persona, you're trying to I don't know, whatever. Sometimes you let it down. It I don't know, you know, everyone streams differently. But I just Mother yeah. Three was just a game that I want I just encourage people to play by themselves, be in it. Um and I just think it has some of the heartbreaking like a toy the developer or a creator really of the mother series just knows how to make people feel things okay feel feelings and sure. i i just i that that there was a there's a there's two parts in mother's three that just break me down the first part i didn't cry because the mother series has a slogan no crying until the end that is a rule that's a really? slogan that is literally, yep that is the slogan of mother the mother series is ah. no crying till the end and Mother 3, <laughs> mm. Mm. Um, so that <laughs> game absolutely messed me up. Um, another game, Birth by Sleep, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep messed me up a lot, <coughs> because I, I just, I love Aqua. I didn't think I was going to like Aqua, I don't really care for hero types, but Aqua was just, mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I just really admired Aqua, I really admire characters who put themselves, you know, self-sacrifice, I think you know, when it it was just right. And I just seeing, seeing what she did, you know, and she wasn't trying to be an overbearing motherly type. She just cared about her friends. And I think, and I feel like that was a part for me that was very realistic, where there are times where I tried to intervene with friends, you know, going down a dark path. And they, you know, tried to like pin me as the bad guy. Like, oh, get out of my face. Oh, you're just jealous. Oh, you're just this. And I'm like, no, I'm just, I'm trying to help you, you know? Yeah. And unfortunately, um, you know, and, and just putting yourself kind of like in the way of a bullet for a friend, you know, in that, in that sense, like how Kingdom Hearts does it. and it's, So I think that really resonated with me a lot, seeing Aqua go through that and then just facing her own darkness, which kind of can be related to depression, not trying to get too dark up in here. But, you know, ah, yeah, sure. you know, but, but getting really heavy stuff there. And then uh, finally is Suikoden 2. Have you dabbled in the Suikoden series?
0: You know what? I I have I got about halfway yeah. through Suikoden Two, but the my, the problem that I had is that I played it directly after Suikoden One, um. So burnout, you know, JRPG burnout. We're looping all the way back to the start, but I I got I was like, wow, this game is good, and then I just hit one point where I got lost for about half an hour, and I was like, eh, I can. I'll i I'll come back to it and never did.
1: Oh, that's so heartbreaking. Well, I do recommend you go back to Sweetheart into. Um just be I am a sucker for uh a tale of two best friends on opposing side but both trying <clears> to get to the same goal. You know, kind of like I don't know if you're familiar with Code Geass, you know. Um just like or or mm. Tales of Vesperia where one friend is like kind of the outsider who who's like the what do you call it? Like Bat the Batman. I don't know. What do you call it? Vigilante. Yeah, there you go. Anti-hero? A vigilante. No, oh, vigilante. Like, okay. Yeah, vigilante. Um, but then you have one character. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like,
0: I'm just uh, sorry. I'm just thinking of Final Fantasy Tactics with that entire. Oh, thing.
1: like Delita? I haven't played. I haven't played Tactics, but I hear Delita is kind of one of those characters where like you're trying to.
0: Oh, one hundred percent.
1: Yeah, I go, don't. Don't tell me anything. I, it's on my to do list to play, so I'm trying to go into oh, wait, that blind. Zip. I just know Delita is a character that I will probably love. That's that's all I know. So I'm like, okay but um you know and speaking into has that best friend aspect that i really really enjoy just someone who's a vigilante trying to fix the system from the outside and then we have someone who's kind of in the you know imperial army who's trying to fix it in that way trying to fix yeah. it from within and i i like and of course the two oppo- like forces like two best friends end up clashing and i just i like that i like i find great strength in opposing your friends again i I value friendship a lot in real life. I guess that's why I like JRPGs—the power of friendship, right? Hell yeah! <laughs> so, you know, am I right? And um, I think, yeah, no, I think and 2 does an exceptionally well job of that. And um, but yeah, okay. and th- but the ending <clears throat> of that though definitely got tears. I got I got all three endings. I got the bad, I got the good, and I got the true. I just I was like, I wanted to wow. see it all. Yeah, I oh I went through yeah, it. I it, played through impressive. it. Yeah, I did not. I did not do YouTube. I. I I played through that. I was like, I want to experience it.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. No, absolutely. I'm just trying to think about any other. See, Kingdom Hearts 3 got me. Um, and it, it got me in a way where I'm like, well, of course I'm going to cry. Where it, it, ha- it has like all the characters and they're all like hugging each other at the end. And they're all crying. And I'm like, oh man, like, God damn it. And it, that, that sets me off. Like when I see characters, I like crying. I'm like, no, well, Yep, there it c co- here it comes. Ooh, like, <laughs> it just it really gets me. Um See, I'm kind of looking through my my game collection right now. And annoyingly a lot of the games which made me cry are all Final Fantasy, really. Like Ten? Really? Ten's 10? ending? Ooh
1: Really? I Ten was my first Final Fantasy. I didn't like it, but I do plan on going back to it um in twenty twenty one, so look forward to that. But
0: Yeah, no, the uh... the ending of Ten is like yeah, fucking. Oh, your dream boyfriend is mm-hmm. is now no more. He's gone. He's gone, and and she's she's on the pier and she's whistling, and it's like she's just waiting for him to whistle back, but he never does. And I'm like ah, but then obviously Ten Two comes out and it's like up the fucking wall with crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's it's that's you know what? Yeah, Dragon Quest Eleven got me. Um, Ooh, I haven't
1: played that. That's next year. That's next year. I'm excited.
0: Oh no! Try, I, I was gonna say I'm not gonna spoil like what happens. I'll just kind of skim around it a bit, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah. <clears throat> there's there's an old man character in the game called Rab, and he is. I I, I thought he was gonna be nothing but the perverted old man archetype. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I first saw him, I thought he's ah, is gonna be a bit of a bit of a bit of a lech. But yeah. no, he's actually a really sweet like Scottish man. He's got like a Scottish accent. And he's really sweet and like like he just acts like a kind grandfather. He's got like a bit of a perverted side that he kind of hides. Like there's this gag where he drops like a porno mag and it's like, oh funny, haha, the whole gang's laughing. Yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> but there's there's one bit in a in a grave site where rab just breaks down crying and i'm like no granddad granddad no and it's just you're just watching this sweet old man crying and i'm like oh no and it got me it got me yeah. because yeah it it kind of like brought back memories of my granddad and just all that shit and i'm just like oh. um and it, it yeah it really it's it, it's frustrating as well because it's moments like that where I really wish the main character of Dragon Quest, in general, could talk. Mm-hmm. Because that scene is being carried by Rab alone. The main character just kind of stands there and and looks at him with dial-up connection in his head. <laughs> you know, just... Yeah, just, just look like, you know... It, it, that's, that's it, and it, it's such a shame because it's really funny because you you, there are moments in dragon quest 11 again this isn't really a spoiler but there are like flashbacks where you get to see 11 as a kid and he speaks he's got like a little english yeah he's got a little english um farmyard accent kind of a west country accent um from the uk and a a very what, what, what kind of like somerset uh if you somerset that kind of accent Um, and he, he, he's, he's actually speaking. And I'm like, oh my God, he has a character when he's a little kid. And he's going around and he's, he's acting all all tough and he's being like a big protector. But he's this sweet little boy. And then 11 is just like looking at his younger self with dial-up connection in his head. And I'm like, this is so frustrating. And the funny thing is, is that again, Dragon Quest 11, one of my favorite games, is tied with 9. I Ooh. love it that much. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Ooh. I I wouldn't. I was never expecting that in my life to actually have a game that I love as much as nine. Eleven did that for me. Um, but it 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 just ah, it really kicks because I know that it could have been even better if eleven just ah if he just spoke and he spoke to this old man or he 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 could Concer- you know. He could emote with, with language and, you know, so like obviously sometimes he'll look annoyed or he'll draw his sword or he'll, he'll do things like that. But it's, it's again, very typical of a silent protagonist. It's nothing really mind blowing. Um, and all of the other characters are really just carrying Eleven on their shoulders. Um, you know, Cause Eleven is meant to be you. Like you know, you're meant to be. You know, it is literally a self-insert kind of thing. And fine, yeah. But I do, I do hope in Dragon Quest Twelve, which has been confirmed to be happening. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I hope they split away from a certain because like Eleven does do that in some regards. But I hope they split away from like silent protagonist. Um, just all this other stuff, and yeah, I, I hope that, because apparently 12 is being directed by the same person who did 11, which is amazing. Because uh, from what I've heard, it was that guy's dream all his life to direct a Dragon Quest game, and 11 was the, yeah, 11 was the first Dragon Quest game he ever got to direct, and you can tell that motherfucker wanted to direct a Dragon Quest game. Like Aww. he just puts, yeah, he really goes all out, and my god, it, yeah, it, it, it's it's as strong as as eight in many regards, and people love Dragon Quest Eight for a damn mm-hmm. good reason. Like the the game is solid as hell. Yep. Uh, I still love my boy Yangus.
1: Me too. Yangus is,
0: is a lad.
1: Me too. Yeah. Love oh, him. Oh, Gov. Yep. <laughs> I love it.
0: I it's. It's just really funny cuz I I have people in my life who sound exactly like Yangus and it cracks me the fuck up.
1: <laughs> they go, like "Alright, boss." Yep, I yeah, love I have, it. I I
0: have people I have people calling me boss. Uh, they go, well, "Alright, gov." Oh, man, I've <laughs> got I've got people who say that and it's just, oh, my my own little little gang of Yanguses." I love oh, it. <laughs>
1: that's lovely. Yeah. No, that's what I hear though. I hear Dragon Quest 11 is just Dragon Quest 8 but like on crack, you know? Just um that's what I've heard. Um, you know, very kind of has like a storybook feel to it, perhaps. Because um, that's how eight has to me. It, like it does. You know, again, it's it's obviously better than eight. People say it is hands down better than eight. But like eight is great. You know, and I I played eight this year. Loved it. Loved it. It did. Like you know, every time you go to there was something amiss. Right there was like a king who couldn't get over like the loss of his queen, or there was like a magic like musical realm. You know, where this beautiful like I
0: loved that. Her-
1: yeah, you know what I mean. Where he just plays a sound and kind of rewinds time, and there's a ship, you know, a ship emerges. There's a casino town. There's these two twins who can't get along. You know, it's just there's just yeah. a lot of fun, like different little arcs, and I, I enjoyed every arc. I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, oh, this is nice. Like, I love Marcello too. Like, Marcello, I didn't like him ah. at first. I didn't like him at first, but then he grew on me. I was like, oh, I think I like Marcello more than I like, you know, uh, what's his name, Angelo. And I love Angelo. I do love Angelo. Of course I do. He
0: he <laughs> is like a more bearable Sanji from One Piece for me is, Mm. uh, yeah, he, like, yeah, because don't get me wrong, I, I love One Piece, I love One Piece, one of my favorite shows, um, and I know Sanji gets a few good, like, arcs later down the line, but my god, um, I get, I got sick of the, the Nami simping by around the little, was it, a little island, little garden arc. My God, um, and it, it just keeps going, and it's like there's it, it again very very fucking subjective, but yeah. I, I I guess Angelo just has like a lot more going on, and I I, I love that. Um,
1: so does one but, thing in in. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. It's okay, it's okay. Um, so do you think one of my problems with Dragon Quest Eight, one of my very few problems with Dragon Quest Eight, is I felt like the character interaction was kind of weak, and I was upset that. I felt like once characters had their arc, you know, with Angelo and, you know, Marcello being, I think, like, half-brothers, you know, stuff like that. Like, once all that went down, it went down. It wasn't touched up on until, like, his arc part two picked up. You know, it just felt like mm. Angelo had this, and now Angelo is just a part of the party, you know? And then, you know, when Jessica's thing, where she was trying to avenge her brother, once that happened, you know, cool, her arc ended, and now she was just a part of the party. Do you think Dragon Quest Eleven corrects that and where the character interaction is better? Um... Characters have conversations about what's happening, conversations and impact and valuable impacts to other characters' arcs. Do you? I
0: would agree. I would say that it's not perfect, but it does add a lot more of it in. For example, there are some characters who are added very early on who you think are going to be vanilla as shit until the second act of the game, mm-hmm. where all of a sudden... This very, very vanilla character, who has been vanilla from beginning to the end, has intense tragedy, just, like, almost out of nowhere. It's just, oh, la-dee-da-dee-dum, I'm a member of the party, act two, tragedy. How do they overcome this sudden loss? And they're like, oh, now I'm actually becoming not so vanilla, and look, here's my character that you've been waiting for all this time and Silvando he i my boyfriend i love him i i <laughs> i want a boyfriend like Silvando more than i can say in words um <laughs> is really interesting like he starts off and instantly you know there's a little bit more going on behind the scenes with him like you know he he's just like i'm going to join your party because i want to da, 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 da. and it's like all right well here's Silvando we got him now but there are moments, like, when you go to certain cities and a certain character is brought up, you'll see him, like, flinch. He'll mm-hmm. flinch and he'll kind of slink back and not want to touch on it. Um, and there are, like, tons of family issues with Silvando. Um Like, and in general, he he has one of the... the Oh, my God, Sylvando is just so sweet. I I really was worried about him being like a stereotype um like lgbt person who for party kind of roll their eyes at and yeah. mock everyone's not now whilst yeah sure he might be doing things which would be classified as stereotypical like he's very flamboyant he calls people darling you know oh hello darling he, he does that fair enough but the party never mock him for it once they love him they love him from the second he becomes a party member. They never mock him. It's just Silvando, and we love him for who he is. And you can date him in the end, even though they don't call it dating, because it's not... It's like, oh, I, heard. I just love it, because it's like, I'm going to be with you for the, for the rest of rest of uh, your life, darling, and we're going to have such adventures. And it's like, ah, you became very, very good friends with Silvando. Is that what and I'm it like, says? Yeah, I bet.
1: Uh, is that what it says? No, it's a little bit more. Oh, okay.
0: It's a little bit more. <laughs> okay. Okay. It, little bit more uh, yeah, I, I think it's just a way for them to kind of tiptoe around a bit. It's with Sylvando, He's he's literally falling head over heels over you, and I love it. Um yeah. But he he is just. I I, I he's probably one of my favorite JRPG characters. I just love him, and he's so wholesome, and his entire motivation. Um, is to be a knight in smiling armor, and he Aww. wants to fight back. Yeah, so he cute. he wants to fight. I know he wants to fight back people's demons and make them smile because there's enough bleakness going on in the world, and he just wants to be that, the one. And I'm like,
1: I love you. <laughs> oh, that is wholesome. Okay, we love it's really love.
0: wholesome. Yeah, but um, there there are tons. Um, God, so many moments in Dragon. The the thing I'd compare it to. If I had to compare it to anything, is f- f- now I'm not trying to say that you know very exactly the same stories because they are not, but it it bears similarities to Final Fantasy VI. Um, with how that game kind of you know go goes along. Um, and you'll probably see what I mean. When you hit a certain point, you'll be like, ah, oh, oh, got it. But um,
1: no, <laughs> cool. yeah. Cool, uh, uh,
0: cool. So basically, what I'm trying to say is, buy Dragon Quest 11. Uh... <laughs> I,
1: I I own it. I own it. I'm just I'm playing 10. So because I played five, that was my first Dragon Quest. Loved it. Played eight. Loved it. I know 10 is supposed to be more like interactive, more multiplayer. But I heard it has a class system, and I'm just a sucker for class systems. I'm just a sucker for it. Damn it, you know like you already explained it in your bravely default we don't we don't you
0: know? uh we don't have it here we don't have dragon quest 10 in 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 the oh. west we ha- we have to yeah it's okay. it's a, it's a japanese only mmorpg
1: oh oh no no i'm sorry exactly. not 10 not 10 i think 9 sorry dragon quest 9 9 oh! i'm a liar i'm a liar i'm like MMO? oh that was 10 my bad no 9 so that's a class gotcha. system that has multi- like heavily multiplayer stuff um, I've heard in it, so we'll see how it plays mm. as a single player experience. I'm, that's why I'm kind of scared for it. But the whole point is, I just wanted to just like play an older Dragon Quest game and kind of see how it evolved before I get to eleven, which is like sure, you know the sure. great one. And I think it's always harder to play like the cream of the crop, you know, of that series. Yeah, and then go back. Like imagine playing Persona Five and then trying to play Persona Three. And I love Persona Three; that's my favorite Persona. You know, but I think trying to go mm. from Five to Three, like OG Three, you know, not even FES, like. Where you can't even sure. control your damn party members? Oh, my God. I imagine you just be like, this game sucks, you know? Um, <laughs> so. But, yeah, I, I am so ex- I am so excited to get to 11. You know, at first, I didn't want to. I thought it was one of those overhyped games. I thought everyone was just talking about it and blah, blah, blah. But after seeing so many people's videos on it and, again, my peers, such as yourself, like, praising it up the wazoo, I'm like, okay, fine, 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 fine. I'll try it. <laughs> I'll play it. Okay? Yes! So, I... I, I... Yeah,
0: go ahead. I don't know. i I'll ask you. I, I guess I just. I, I love how it has end game content. And it has so much of it as well. That's oh. something I love. I love in my JRPGs where it's like, the game's over, but there's still a ton of shit you can do. It makes me really happy. And. Yeah, just. Uh, the game is, is rich. You will get many hours out of it, I promise you. Oh, I'm
1: sure. <laughs> I spent 120 hours on Persona 5, so I'm. I I am sure like Whoa. I yeah no I am telling you like when I play JRPs I play them like I I am a side quest junkie um I love figuring out everything I love I love side quests <laughs> I love them you know um granted I like some more than others if you give one. me oh really are you kidding oh man now now there are certain side quests where I'm like kill me like escort quests oh my god I'm like <laughs> I'm dying ah, help yeah, me yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm dying. But, like, or, like, certain quests I get are bland. You know, like, collect three of this and then return it to me. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. But there was, like, yeah. like for example, I think Nier Automata does great jobs with quests simply because while there are okay, all right, quests yeah. and while there are, you know, collect these quests, I like quests that, honestly, I like some more story rewards than I care for, like, potions mm. and all that stuff. Because Nier Automata had a lot of, a lot of uh, side quests. For example, there was one um, where it talked about a defective E unit. You know, mm. um, you know what I mean. I was like, oh, like I've never heard of an E unit, but that definitely comes back in the main story and just kind of like adds little things. And, well, and is, oh, there's so much good things about Near Automata does. Oh my God, we this is about to be a Near Automata podcast. I swear, you just got me. started. Oh, that's started. fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, you just got me started. But like Near Automata also just does a few things, like even outside of side quests, where you know you play nine, you play as nine uh, S, and then you play a- you play as two B, then nine but there's a point yeah. where they're saying um, if you get the side quest as 2B or you get the side quest as 9S, for 2B's message, it says, please eradicate or please eliminate or whatever this model, this Android. When you get 9S's, it says, please capture or please, like, uh, like it just it has different lingo, you know? For yeah. an E unit than <clears throat> a more, like, Intel unit, you know? And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I didn't catch that, you know, at first. The yeah. model is just full of great things like the part where pascal real talk spoilers are we about to go into this we...
0: it's it's fine it's fine yeah okay
1: i'm just like okay warning to the audience the spoilers coming but like pascal <laughs> um when he asked you right he he pascal. uh
0: we we can so. say he they i think it, it okay. makes
1: sense i was thinking because i think yeah so anyways yeah pascal like he um Says, like, oh, like, after, like, his babies die, you know, his children die and kill well, kill themselves, really. You know, he's like, mm. end me. You know what I mean? Like, end me, write my memory, do something. And, like, what I didn't realize is there's a secret third option there, and that is to walk away. And my yep. dumbass didn't do that. I was like, I'll wipe your memory. And then if you wipe his memory, he sells you, you know, parts. But then you realize it's like, are these your – are these your – yeah. your fucking children. You know what I mean? Like, I know, just... right? I know. <gasps> oh my God. But I... then even, even
0: ah. walking away, even walking away is horrible because he's, he's just like, like, you wouldn't leave me alone, would you? And then you do. And it's the last you see of him until, until the mm-hmm. ending. And it's like, oh, love that. Oh boy. But, um, I do think I'm going to shimmy us on to another question because oh. I, I thought this, this, is this is a, because usually in my podcast, we can go in, like, any direction. It can be, like, real life. This is a very, like, game-centric podcast, which is kind of nice, honestly. It's nice just to talk about this shit. But um we have a question here from at Wolf cipher And they say, what are your opinions, both of you, please, on Western RPGs? Uh, as in, are there reasons you prefer JRPGs over Western RPGs? Are there things you would like to see either subgenre do that the other usually does? This is something we can break apart. So let's just start with, what are your opinions on Western RPGs?
1: Um, they're not for me. Like, I don't want to say they're not for me, but I... I like anime. I'm a weeb, okay? I just, like, I don't know <laughs> what it is. Like, you know, when I see, like, that kind of, like, realism, you know, that dabbles into... There's nothing wrong with realism, but I, I just like my cartoons. I like my big anime eyes. I like hair yeah. that defies gra- gravity. I like the over-the-top themes of friendship and the over-the-top, you know, like omni-slash. Gra- you know what I mean? I, I, I love that. I'm here. I like over-exaggerations and, um, you know, the anime stereotypes are fine, you know. I mean, some of them are more questionable than others, but <laughs> yeah. but, um, that I'm not going to lie. Graphics really plays a big part in that for me. Um but I will say playing a Western RPG is very refreshing because I think Divinity Original Sin is Western. Um,
0: yeah. Um and, whew, great game.
1: Great game. Great. I was like, ooh, like I think yeah. I think like Western RPGs kind of take me by surprise. Cause you know, like JRPGs I feel like lately have been very predictable for the most part for me personally. Like you can for the for the most part, sometimes, you know, catch a girl off guard. I
0: agree. I, I, I do, yeah.
1: Um, but I think there's just sometimes when I was playing a Divinity. There were just time, there were two guys talking. It was about like one dude about accusing, oh like, oh, my wife left me for another person. And the other guy's like, oh, well, you kind of were being an asshole to your wife, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, well, my wife never liked you anyways. And then you close the conversation. And then the guy, like, you think you're about to like walk off. But no, the other guy kills him. Was like, got there, my wife never loved you or liked you. I was like, like, you know, in a Western or in a JRPG, I feel like you don't get, you know, it's just like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> t- I was like, whoa. It- because- oh God, it shook me. Yeah, go ahead. And I if if you like, what platform
0: are you playing that on? By the way, I'm playing it PC. Oh, okay. See, oh. I got Divinity Original Sin two on the Switch. It runs fine. Oh, um, good. Controls annoyingly because obviously it's a you know very UI heavy game and doing that on the Switch is a bit of a nightmare. Um, mm. <clears throat> but if I had to recommend another game for you that is Similar to Divinity: Original Sin, it is Pillars of Eternity, um, an Obsidian game. Uh, they, they did like Outer Worlds, they did uh, Fallout New Vegas, uh, they did all that. But Pillars of Eternity is an entirely fantasy-based thing. The exa- the same style as Divinity: Original Sin too. So you know that top-down, go do this, click on that. It, honest to god like you you'd assume that one is like a sequel of the other but divinity just has a very distinct visual style mm-hmm. um but like there are such interesting things in when I'm, I'm actually really happy about this as well because obsidian are making a single player rpg uh which is in a similar vein to like i guess like the the elder scrolls games based in the Pillars of Eternity universe, and I am living for that shit, because Pillars of Eternity has such interesting races. Like, there's one race, I think they're called, like, they're called, like, the Godlike or something like that? They're basically people who have been born with magical extremities. Like, there are people who have, like, these, like, moon-like crystal thing growing out of their head, and there are people who are born with, like, Magma, not like or like crusted magma encoding their entire arm, and people either revere them or fear them, depending on what kind of godlike they are. Because there, are, there's one type of godlike who essentially look like the physical embodiment of pestilence, and it's just and like you, you can play as one of those people, like and and people's opinions of you can change. So if you decide to go for like a a, a dead like god, what like what they're called people will be more scared of you because you look like death. Like if you mm-hmm. just Google it right now, like you'll just yeah. see the variety. Um, and De- it's, it's, it, it definitely hits out the gate really strong. Um, very, very good. And if you're looking for another Western RPG that, cause I, obviously you said that you liked Divinity Original Sin. Love I it. think you're going to really enjoy Pillars of Eternity. Um, other than other than that with western rpgs i liked mass effect <laughs> um mass effect 1 and 2 were amazing in my opinion i i really did like those dragon age
1: that's pretty good <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's okay. Not bad.
0: okay uh, okay the 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 witcher 3 amazing um little things like that so i i definitely do have a soft spot for western rpgs but they they have to be very specific yeah. um they have to do so yeah they have to do something which like goes against the grain a little bit um
1: yeah. absolutely you know. oh, i'm looking at pillars of eternity though i will say i, I am liking these like bizarre races that you recommend like i see like the moon people the moon godlike. i'm like oh they're very pretty i like them I'm isn't it that. yeah isn't it cool <laughs> like, right yeah it's like i want to be that yeah right?
0: exactly and like but, you um, it's super rad. I love it. And like, yeah, I don't know. Just Western RPGs. They they definitely have their place in my life. Um, You know, it's just JRPGs. Like, <laughs> I was playing them when my brain was still forming. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, Pokemon,
1: yeah. Fantasy Star Four, Wild Arms. That was that was my those were oh, my yeah. like starters. You know um
0: that's the thing yeah it's like we we grew up with jrpgs when our brains were still trying to figure out what a psyche was and like so obviously <laughs> yeah. western rpg yeah like western rpgs come later and it's it's very difficult to, to fit them in a brain which is already full but yeah. you know sometimes you find a sometimes you find a square peg to go in a square hole and you you never even realized you had one in the first place so it's a like, hell yeah like that for me was the witcher 3 i put oh god, I sunk my, like, life into that game. It is amazing. Just, and like, back when Mass Effect had the illusion that it was gonna have this great grand climax, (sighs) see, I, I, I feel bad, because I feel like I'm, by saying that, that I'm shitting on Mass Effect 3. Mass Effect 3 is a fine game. It just has a Poo-poo shit-bomb ending. Don't
1: you hate that? Don't you hate that? Oh, yeah. Great game, shitty ending, yeah. Mass Effect, uh, people swear by that game. And I I have no issue with Mass Effect. It's just me personally. One, again, I'm not big on realism. Two, I'm not really big into sci-fi. I'm just like Star Trek, Star Wars, Mass Effect. All all that stuff is just kind of lost on me. The closest I've ever gotten to sci-fi that I actually really, really liked way more than I ever thought I would is Parasite Eve. Uh, just doing with oh. Microchondria, you know, scientific, you know, the powerhouse of the cell mutations, kind of like, kind of a sci-fi-y thing. Still in the world of, like, you know, it takes place in New York City, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. So, it's a great game. That was like, I, I was shocked how much I liked it. I did not, did not expect to like it as much as I did. 100% I've that never game.
0: played Parasite Eve. I've never played it.
1: Just play the first one, and only the first one. And then you're fine.
0: Really? Because I've mm-hmm. heard some people say Parasite Eve 2 is... Nah. Good?
1: Nah, they're lying to you. <gasps> is this
0: a hot, a hot burning take from your very lips? Oh my, my god. Goodness. <laughs> no, I just...
1: <laughs> okay, Parasite Eve... Like, I, uh, Parasite Eve 2 is a classic like Final Fantasy 8 issue, right? Where like, it has an outline of being really good. It has the outline of being really cool, like an organization, stuff's going down, bunker, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. blah like, just, it has stuff that are, is interesting, but it I just like doesn't stuff you know i like stuff too but i just like when stuff becomes intricate or i mean it doesn't have to be intricate but just have more substance to it you know don't just be stuff be stuff with purpose okay that about that stuff with purpose and i think this game was just stuff you know some (laughs) of the time and i like yeah because and then and then the third one i haven't played but the third one just from what i've seen you know like i think the like kind of opening sequence Mm -hmm. have you ever just seen a series where it starts off like this and then it ends as something completely different like the the genre changed what what the core thing was about which was about like mitochondria has changed like like it just became a whole different thing you know and i'm sure microchondria is still a thing in 3 again i haven't played it but um mm. i watched the end of <laughs> i watched the ending of sphere hunters video on parasite eve 2 and she showed oh, sure, a sure. like a sample of like the th- the third game and how she was going to tackle it and it just showed about like time travel and like otherworldly beings like just something that it was like huh you know like it just it, <laughs> like like para, you know what i mean parasite eve was just about cells in the body it was essentially like sentient cells that were that were using human bodies as hosts you know um oh
0: okay one of one of those ones gotcha yeah one
1: of, it was just, but it was just it was i don't know i thought it was super well done um it's a short game you could beat it in 2 days i beat it in 2 days you know it's super super oh, wow, super nice. short very short game i think 14 hours um it's fun like and they they like took things out of two that made one so great the biggest one being they don't have yoko shimamura as the uh composer which was like uh, you feel it like have you ever played a game where like you could tell you didn't have to look it up you just knew you're like this isn't the composer that did the first bravely game.
0: second bravely second
1: <laughs> it's just you just you're like this is different and i don't like it you know or you that see, you just the, don't the, care about it
0: I completely know what you were talking about as I as I just spammed out of my mouth, Bravely Second uh does that to, to such a degree. It's like you go from Bravely Default 1 and the music is you know, it's 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 fresh, but the music despite being very different and new, still kind of hits your nostalgia bone in many ways. You're like, Ooh yeah, ah oh, man, this is like amazing JRPG music. While I'm not trying to bash on Ryo, the composer of the second game, you fight, like, like uh, you know, like, uh, the ver- very starting enemies, like a squirrel. Like, you're fighting a squirrel, and final boss music just starts to play. And it, it it's literally... Yeah, like, the thing with Ryo is that he goes way too hard. And it just doesn't suit what is going on. Like... It, it literally, like, you're fighting like a, a little tomato with a smiley face, and the music's like, do, 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 and I'm like, oh my god, like, it, it's, it's just, oh, I'll, I'll have to send you it after yeah. the stream, but like, I actually yeah. showed it in my bravely default video. I, I did like a side by side comparison of Default's battle music and then second's battle music, and it's just like, oh my god, such a tonal shift. It just fucked me up, man. Um, anyway, sorry, I'm I'm spinning off into a tangent. We've got we've got to break down this this question because I li- I like it a lot actually talking mm-hmm. about Western RPGs. Um, we've kind of already touched on it a little bit, but I guess do you have any room to expand on what you prefer about JRPGs but Western RPGs? You know, yeah. Ba- basically, it's like why do Western RPGs? Why do they have a micro dick? But JRPGs <laughs> have, have that good shit.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, hmm, that's a good question. I don't. I don't know. I gotta. I don't have an answer right now. God, I can't. I'm like on the spot now. I'm like, oh God, why do I prefer JRPGs? It's okay. It's. I, oh, to, see, ones. I guess
0: I can go first and let you just think about it. for Yeah,
1: a let me piggyback off you. Let me cheat. Go ahead. Let me copy your answer go
0: for it. Sure, why not? Um so JRPGs and this this also fits into the final part of the question as well which is what would you like to see either subgenre do that the other one doesn't? <clears throat> for me, I like how JRPGs tend to it's like as you said they they tend to be very stylized and not not usually going full into realism. Um I like it when a game, especially a massive RPG, can have a style which doesn't really take itself too seriously. Like, you play something like The Witcher 3. Gorgeous game. Love it. Looks amazing. Beautiful. But I'll always return to something like Final Fantasy 9 Dragon Quest XI, which has cartoony aesthetic up the arse. Like, it, it's so cartoony, but it it, again, it, it matches that part of my brain which grew up with this shit, and it makes me feel very comfortable and and, and nice. And I guess in in terms of what Western RPGs can do to, to get me, more colour. Make them more colourful. more Stop putting, like, just stop throwing mud over everything. G- give, you know, make the colours pop. Make things, like, ooh, colourful, pretty, wow, love it. And don't be afraid to get cartoony.
1: Yeah, I... yeah.
0: Like I, I do not know. I'm sure I could if I spent like ten minutes thinking about it. I'm trying to think of like a massive Western RPG which has cartoony graphics akin to like Dragon Quest or or Ni no Kuni. Mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I cannot think. You know, just bright, colorful games. It's yeah. like Western, yeah, Western RPGs. I'm I'm not lumping all of them in together, but it's almost like there's this unsaid law where, you know, if you're cartoony, people aren't gonna take you seriously.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, which I think is bullcrap, but whatever. Um, oh god, yeah. What I think I think actually something too that you like a word that you said was like stylized. I was thinking, um, like, I feel like they they have a, like, a, JRPG's schedule isn't the word, oh my god, but they have, like, an outline, where I think JRPGs, to me, again, are mostly predictable. I can tell when, like, oh, this person's gonna die. Even though they may like, you know, like, Zell's mother, for example, like, yeah, you're right, like, I would have been like, oh, yeah, she should have died. Surprisingly, she didn't, you know, but, um, it was kind of, but she, like, you could tell, like, this character is important. This character is going to be a target at some point in time, or I better remember this, you know? Um, where I think what I do like about Westerns, that I wish JRPGs would incorporate a little bit more is being a little bit more unpredictable, you know. And I think I think also western RPGs from my from my memory, you have a little bit more say in what goes on in the story. Like don't get me wrong, there are in JRPGs you have choices, you know. But in western RPGs, at least like Divinity and even like Skyrim, um even games like that are western inspired, like Dragon's Dogma, which is still made by a Japanese company if I'm not mistaken. Oh, but but that's very, a... yeah, Dragon's Dogma, see, There we go. Hold on, hold on thought. Oh my god. It's, um <laughs> But I think if JRPGs had more unpredictability and gave the character or gave the player a little bit more choice, you know, like really Mm -hmm. to drastically change the story. Like I know there are things with different, um, you know, endings like Chrono Trigger, you know, you do have choices. Like Chrono Trigger did stuff really well. You know, I'm not saying games don't have that, but there's something about Western RPGs that it's just so... We're like western RPGs like divinity again is a game I want to save all the time because you say the wrong yeah. thing to somebody you know you say the wrong thing to somebody someone dies you say you reject somebody you say you know what I mean so there's so God, it's yeah. so broad and I understand that's asking a lot you know that that is asking I I get it but there's just something I I like the unpredictable uh, unpredictability and uncertainty of western RPGs I like to feel you know, I don't like plot armor, you know, I think a lot of JRPGs are just, you know, plot like, oh, this character can't die, you know, this character's too important to die, this character... But there's some JRPGs, like, for example, Chrono Trigger, you could literally beat that game without Chrono, you could not revive Chrono, you know? You could do that, if we have to True. edit that out, if you could edit that out, sorry, spoilers, Whew. It's, but, um... it's,
0: look, the, the game's like a million years old,
1: it <laughs> okay. quite, it's fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, but, like, that to me was, like, shocking, I was like, that is impressive for a game that was 1990-something, you know what I mean? Like, whoa, hey um, so, and, and it's that uncertainty where Chrono didn't have plot armor. Like, yeah, like he had it for like yeah. majority of the game, right? Like 70% of the game. I understand. But at the end of the day, you have that choice. You made the choice to bring him back or you could make the choice. Like, I didn't really want him anyway. You know, I'm just going to replace him with the best character Magus and we'll be fine. You know, actually Frog, that's a lie. Frog's best character, but.
0: <laughs> oh, Frog is king. I love that guy. You, you are pretty, you're, you're actually on the, on the nose with that. I, uh, that's.
1: Oh, thank that's... you. <laughs> No, I don't no, to no! sound that
0: like is, an that idiot. <laughs> is, that, that's that's honestly really, really good. Um, I I never actually thought about that before, or I, or I should say, not in this conversation. But you're right. I think have even even having a JRPG which follows the divinity and pillars kind of style, where you can find a character in a in a pub that has so much dialogue, that you can just walk by him. You know, you 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 don't have to have him in your party. And having a JRPG where you can, you know, there are like all these different, and some characters can just die because of a choice you made, and then you'll never see them again unless you do. I would like to see a JRPG's take on that, honestly, and and see it done well. So basically, I think what we're we we're, we're like making this JRPG right now, right? Right now, you and me, we've got our hard hats on. Ooh. We're 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 chipping away. We're we're throwing the glue in so we've got a colorful jrpg that or sorry a colorful just game that is isn't afraid to be cartoony mm-hmm, mm-hmm. isn't afraid to get a bit wacky but it has deep dialogue systems um where you can get characters lose characters in the space of a few hours branching story paths yeah. um mm-hmm. just yeah, I, 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 hell yeah. I mean, if, and oh, that'd be great as well, where it's, it's, you know, you can like make your character in the beginning of the game. But, you know, a game I played recently, I was so surprised at how great the character designer, the character creator was, sorry, was Code Vein. Um, oh, really? that game is, how can I put it? It's like trash, but it's my trash. <laughs> it's, it's very, okay. I picked it up and I was like, this game is fine, but I couldn't put it down. It, it had... It, well, the character creator was just absolutely crazy. Like, it gave you things to, to customize your character with. The, in a modern... It, it, it is a modern game, but you'd expect them to be, like, DLC purchases. Like, you get, like, 25 different hats you can wear, and they're always on your character, you can have different, like, you can have, like, chokers, or ruffles, or badges, pins, all of these, and you can have, like, different eye colors, you can have different eye rings, you can have scars, you can have, like, it it, it is absolutely crazy, like, you can have, like, you can be really tall with big boobs, you can have tiny boobs, you can have a, a guy with a big fat ass, like, Code Vein will let you do it. And it, it is the thing, it's why I respect Code Vein so much, because they could have very easily just went, put it in a microtransaction store. Yeah. You know, you, you have all the basic things, you have five basic bitch hats to choose from, go. Um, but they just give you all of it right out of the gate. And I I love that. And seeing that, like, in a JRPG would be bonkers, like, that would be absolutely crazy, like, seeing that but with these expanding dialogue options and everything like that, or hell, even seeing a game like Divinity or Pillars of Eternity but with a slightly more anime aesthetic.
1: That's that's what I need. That's what I yeah, need. Yeah, I you know, I love that. It. I mean,
0: I'm 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 sure it exists and I'm sure people in the comments are probably going to tell us if they got this far. But <laughs> yeah. um you know, I I guess I'm, what I'm trying to say is I'd like to see one which which really looks good. You yes. know, like polished just mwah, just good shit. Um
1: Absolutely. Oh, that, I, I that's quite, what I want. Yeah. I, I, I like
0: that question. That
1: was nice. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, we tore that one up. Okay, that was good. Oh, no, because I got nervous. I was like, oh yeah, we god, sure do I know did. anything? I was like, what do I know about Western RPGs? Oh god. What, <laughs> what do I know? Yeah, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so let me see. Oh, this is a fun, a fun quote. We can actually end it off, end it off with this. Like, I guess since we were talking about Parasite Eve. So, Pop Top Bandit asks... For Clemps, as a general notion, and since Pell is a self-proclaimed chicken shit, uh, what do you think is a good entryway into the horror genre? And what personally do you think is the main appeal of the genre, at its best and worst? Now, this is something I think you can easily jump in on, because you've told me in private that you're a big chicken shit.
1: It's true. It's true. And... It's true. That's my mod, by the way. <laughs>
0: Uh. No way. Yeah. Oh, bless. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> um, So, yeah, I, I mean, we play Among Us, like, in private, like, not on stream. We just play it with a group of people. And you even have a tendency to freak out if there are just people following you like you you called that emergency meeting the other day and you were just like i was just
1: really scared please. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> great impression 10 out of 10. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i feel like i nailed it but but as for horror games i i can't really recommend anything as a starting genre because i think if you don't like horror games i don't think there's re- there's no real point If you want to start with something entryway, and then you go like, okay, like, you know, I can't really explore the genre past that, really. Um, It's like, if you're scared of horror games, then you're scared of horror games. It's just not the genre for you, and I think that's absolutely (laughs) fine. Um, If anything, the only game I'd recommend to you, because it's just fun, but it's like campy fun... And it, it has horror elements, you know, like it, it's scary when people come up to you and go. Rawr. uh, Resident Evil Four.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, a Resident Evil anything? C- can you not? Oh, I'm scared. I'm so- see, jump scares is what gets me. Jump scares. I don't handle jump scares well. I will die. I will. I will just melt. I'll just.
0: I don't. <laughs> I don't think there are many jump scares in Resident Evil Four though, because like it, it's it's very akin to like well no, no I shouldn't really compare it to Evil Dead because Evil Dead is like so campy and corny Resident Evil 4 has a lot of like Like Leon is just like the, the very first thing he says when all of the the village people who were trying to kill him with pitchforks they like turn around and go Lord Sadr and they're walking towards this church like oh and then Leon just goes wherever you're going bingo and then it goes Resident Evil 4
1: oh. literally like yeah and like,
0: that, that's the kind of tone it's setting so it's this is gonna sound really weird, but the reason why I think people who don't like horror games can play through Resident Evil 4 is because Leon is like a breath of fresh air, and he kind of makes you laugh. <clears throat> so it's like you're going through this big scary like woo, but then Leon's just like like being a fucking crackpot <laughs> at, at certain times, and th- there's there are like other characters as well. Like there's this Spanish guy who's just this like, big pervert, and he's just, he's, he's, and yeah, so it's, it's, um, I think it would be really fun if you picked up something like Resident Evil 4 and streamed it for Halloween or something like that. Oh my God. Like,
1: <laughs> it's,
0: it's good, and if this is like, it's the question that was asked, I think Resident Evil 4 is a good starting point. For people who don't like horror games but they're looking for something just to dip their toes in a bit because a lot of the time you feel pretty overpowered a shotgun bam the heads are gone like literally and they you know it's yeah yeah i'm kind of going off on a bit of a tangent there but basically horror fun what's the appeal i like feeling scared in games where i know i'm safe in a house. I it's it's something very weird. It's like i like to te- like to tease my my like primordial fear. Like that that's like embedded in my head. I I love to kind of find things that make me scared cuz i'm so desensitized at this point, but it's like i'm hunting for that next that next like smack of dope, you know what i mean?
1: Oh no, see, I don't understand how people are like that, who are just, because I think we've had this conversation before, uh, you know, where you are about your horror game life, and I just, I, like, I understand the feeling of a lot, li- like, being alive where you're, like, doing stuff, you're just, you know, searching through drawers or whatever, and then bam, you know, something happens, you're like, oh, hey, hello, yo, what's going on, you know, I like, I, I get that feeling, <laughs> yeah. but I'm just like, I just, I feel like I, I don't know, I just rather feel, like, angry, or I rather feel, like, happy, or I rather feel sad, or, like, I just, because I feel like, I feel, I feel, I feel my butt clench, okay, I feel my butt clench when I'm playing a horror game, or, it's just like, (laughs) like, I'm so tense, my body just, you know, oh my god, and I just... I can't, I'm like, when can I breathe? When can I breathe? When can I breathe? Like, I know something's going to happen. I know something's going to happen. You know, I watched my friend play like PT. And when I say watched, I mean like I was peeking through like my fingers. Oh, yeah. You know, and like, you know, there's things in the hallway or like, you know, you look up and there's this guy like kind of looking at you above or something, you know, the refrigerator scream like weird. I'm like, Oh my God, how do you go? You know, they're playing with like a straight face. And I'm like, How? How does thou do that? Like, even when I was playing Parasite Eve, Parasite <laughs> Eve, I jumped because a door closed behind me. That's what made me, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm telling you, I'm pathetic. I'm pathetic. I'm pathetic. This is just this is me.
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm telling, like, loud noises don't do well. Cause And then, because uh, I admit, so um, Pop Top again, my mod, he said he's convinced that I psych myself out more than the game will. He's convinced he could put me in a room, a dark room, and say, nothing is going to get you. And I will convince myself that there's a monster in the room trying to get me. Which is oh, true. Sure. <laughs> which is yeah. true. You know, I, I, in fact, I played Hellblade. That's actually probably the closest game I've played to a true horror game was Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. There was a part where I had to give my friend the controller. I was like, I can't fucking handle this. Like, please take this. Ah. You know? And have you played uh, Hellblade? Or... I
0: haven't. I own it. I would like to play it. Yeah. Um great game. Maybe I will. But
1: just horrifying. Yeah. For, like, for you, it will be a cakewalk for me. Oh, my God. I was dying inside. Because you, there's, like, you see shadows and... And, like, there's there's times where you can't fight back. And that's when, you know, you feel helpless. You're like, I don't, I can't, I can't, I can't. What, what, magic doesn't work. Swords don't work. Nothing's, ah, you know, and I, I don't, like, like yeah. I feel helpless. And I understand some people get that rush, you know. Some people love that. They're like, oh, yeah, like, I got to run. This is crazy. This is intense. You know, and then once you get that relief, like, you you make it through another room. You shut the door or whatever. You know, the monster can't get by. You might put a barrier up or whatever. You know, there's that moment of, like, ah you know, like after yeah. that rush. And I'm not going to lie, that feeling does feel good, you know? When I'm yeah. playing, yeah, yeah, yeah. on like a lighter note, you know, when I'm playing like Sonic or whatever, you know, Sonic Adventure 2, and the truck is chasing you from behind, <laughs> you make it through. The scariest game. I know, the <laughs> scariest of game, But you get a, for me, it's a similar rush. We're like, oh my God, truck, 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 run, run, run. And then like, you know, you make it to the safe point. You're like, ah, you know? But see, that's how I, I uh... prefer to experience that. I don't need a scary, invisible, non- hittable monster chasing me, thank you sure, I, I,
0: I see that, I do, and honestly I feel like if if, if you do get that scared, at little thing, I think Resident Evil 4 you probably, it would probably be too much honestly, with some of the things that happen, they they might not be scary for, for you know a regular person, but for somebody like you who, as you say you psych yourself out so much it will probably fuck you up um, but it's funny because i'd never go bungee jumping i i you know the thought of jumping out of a plane terrifies me but horror games that's where i get my rush um that's interesting. I, but i have yeah i i i have to have some kind of control like in like resident evil 4 i've got a gun you know <laughs> what i mean like if something scary is coming towards me i know i can point my gun at it and blow its fucking head off I like having... I don't like it... Like, I can't really play the Silent Hill games because I feel so out of control. And not only that, but I'm shit at puzzle games. So, you know, I, I can barely even make it a few hours in with Silent Hill because I get stuck. Um, But yeah, horror games, I like like Dead Space, um, Resident Evil, games where I, I know that I can come out victorious. And it's almost like I've beaten fear you know and that that makes me feel like a big strong fucking person for like 10 minutes before i go back to crying in the corner of my room because i fucked up on an edit you know
1: (laughs) (laughs) you know it's so funny though that you say that because one Like you're, um, like for I would love to go bungee jumping. Like I would love to go, like jump out of a plane. I'll be scared, but I'm kind of excited to do it. I'm like that weirdo, right? Like I, 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 when I'm on the plane, like
0: the monsters.
1: I just don't like the monsters. And um, but you mentioned something else too that was uh, stood out to me. Damn it, I forgot what it was. But oh, like Dead Space. Okay, so one thing I would like, if there was one reason I really wish I did like horror games, is because I like mystery i love the aspect of mystery who done it why are the monsters Mm. like this what happened on the ishimura right Because i watched my friend play dead space one and two i like dead space i just i'll never play it but i like dead space you know um i i I love dead space so the mystery of what happened to your girlfriend what on dead space two you're on the ishimura what's going to happen because it's all cleaned up and as you get deeper into Mm. the ishimura it starts to get bloody and like oh shit dog like something's (laughs) about to go you know what i mean um, so, so yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and I even watched the animated dead space movies, love them, love the animated dead space movies. And you know, it shows like prequel, what ha- you know, and I, I thought it was great, but like, so that, that's like, I wish I was into horror, like the grudge, you know, I hate the yeah. grudge, the grudge scares the shit out of me. Some people say it's corny and campy. I'm like, not for me. Oh my God. Wh- which film was that? The grudge. Um,
0: I thought I thought you said the witch. Uh, oh no, I
1: haven't. Is that the one where they're wait, is that Blair Witch Project where you're like in a corner or something?
0: N- no, no. Oh, okay. the, the witch. It it it, lo- it looks like it's spelt with two v's. So like V-vitch, yeah. But that movie fucked me up. Um in like a good kind of way. Like it 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 was one of those movies which scared me and I always remember, though, because as I said, I'm so desensitized at this point that when I can find one that does, I'm like, that is in my memory now. Like, a few films which did that to me were The Witch. Like, The Witch is just pure... It's like a combination... It's mostly psychological horror. But the funny thing about The Witch is it's like... And this isn't really... It happens in, like, the first ten minutes, so I don't really consider it, like, a big spoiler, but it's like... It's the witch. There there's this old England family from like the 1700s. They move to this to this because they're banished because they're not doing the right way of Christianity. And they move to this little they build a house in near the woods. And you're like, hmm, I wonder if there's a witch in those woods. And then in the first ten minutes, they're like, yeah, there's a there's a witch. It's kidnapped the baby and it's doing absolutely fucked up heinous shit. But The family don't know that there's a witch in the woods, but you do. So the family are, like, fighting each other whilst this witch has essentially caused all this conflict and is causing conflict within the family. But the family are thinking, like, it's the daughter's fault, that whore and all that. Like, you know, like, very 1700s kind of, you have this, this seed of Satan in you, and I must burn you and and then like the, the the witch is probably in the background like da, 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 you know and it's like yeah <laughs> and it's and, and and that's what i really like about the witch it, it's like that old hitchcock thing where it's like you know there's a bomb underneath the 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 cabinet like you know it's there but the characters don't know it's there mm-hmm. and it's like so you're like oh they don't know the bomb's gonna go off but there's a bomb so it's like oh, they don't know there's a witch there but there's a witch and it's it's the same kind of feeling and it god it's good oh it's good um
1: see like psychological horror uh, the,
0: the other one. Mm. Oh, go, go ahead go ahead please go on please, please please oh
1: like psychological would you guys would you consider like perfect blue um by satoshi khan have you i've seen perfect blue at all yes like that's psychological horror yeah. yeah see i like that see i like that stuff you know where it's kind of like what is real what isn't you know but see there's nothing there's no like
0: Definitely. horror
1: depiction like there's no monsters you know there's nothing scary it's just it's just um (laughs) but it's just like what is real what's going on is it the stalker is it this person is it someone you're close to is it some you know whatever so that's kind of i i like i like stuff like that and also what's interesting too is i like gore but i don't like horror like i don't like suspense like if you're gonna say if you if someone walked up to me i mean not in real life but like you know in the game world (laughs) but like said i'm gonna take this fork (laughs) and put it in my eye ready okay and then did it i'd be like ew gross but i could handle it you know i i'm like weird i weirdly like yeah. gore you know but now if someone like came up from behind like in a dark room someone came up behind and just stabbed themselves in the that would freak me out because it's the suspense of like not knowing that i think that's like the biggest thing with horror mm. that prevents me from horror is not knowing and again i spook myself again you put me in a room in a dark room say something a monster isn't in. like nothing is good it's just you But I will convince myself there's a monster in there, you know, and I'm about to just get destroyed, you know, and that's I just suspense, you know, when the woman in like uh, the well or whatever, what is it, the ring or something, I don't know, when she crawls out of the well, when that's that suspense, what's gonna that is what scares me, you know, not the actual, you know, that is what eats me alive. See.
0: It's it's funny because you're saying this, and I'm I'm actually thinking about The Witch because I, I I am recommending this film to you. Like watch it with friends, like if you can't watch it by yourself. But it's the entire film is suspense, but it's like you're just waiting for this family to fall apart rather than go. When's the witch gonna get them? It's- it's a very unique horror film, and I think that's why I love it so much. It's- it's more the suspense of knowing that this family is getting fucked up, and, you know, sure, they may meet the witch at one point, but that's not really the core fear. The- the, the fear is, you know, when- when you get a group of people, and they're isolated, and you scare a bunch of them real fucking hard, It'll turn people into monsters and, you know, who knows, maybe the people closer to you are more monstrous than the witch in the woods. Ooh.
1: Spacey. Oh, oh, oh. Spacey. Yeah, exactly.
0: It's, it's pretty rad. Um, but, we are going a little bit over, but I did want to oh. end um, on a really fun quick little question. Uh, from at Cosma 2020. For both Clemps and Lady Pelvic, do you have a song that represents you as a whole?
1: I do. I do, actually. Go on. Um, it's called, it's called Here by Alicia, I believe. Alicia Cara. Um, oh, okay. And it's about, it's a song that's about, like, you know, she goes to these parties, like, she'll go to a party, but she's like, why am why am I at this party? You know, why am I surrounded by people who are just getting drunk, who don't really care about my well-being? Um... You know, like, you know, you ever just, like, go to a party, like, oh, your friends are going to a party, so I guess I'll go. But then you're surrounded by people who don't know you or they don't really care about, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, I could be doing something oh, yeah. way more beneficial with my life. i rather, and, like, toward in the second part of the song, she's singing, like, you know, i rather be with my friends outside stargazing, talking about how we're going to take over the world, like, big brain ideas, you know what I mean? And yeah. it's those, like, in more interpersonal moments than... I'd rather be surrounded by, you know, like, my elite four core best friends than, like, surrounded by 20 people at this, like, drunk people at this party who are gossiping, who are crying, who are, and that's kind of how I feel. Like, when I go to certain parties, <laughs> I'm just like, why am I, you know, why am I here? You know, I sure, rather, sure. I, there are just times where, you know, like, I would rather be here talking to you right now than going to a party. Like, this I'm enjoying oh, a thousand times you. more than just going out <laughs> to a party with, like, while I enjoy, you know, taking drinks with my friends and stuff like that, but, oh, you know. Yeah. You Know there's just times I'm like, what, why am I like? I'd rather be co- like, like, uh, bundled up in my blanket watching One Piece, <laughs> you know? Hell yeah, <laughs> you know, that rather than just being here. So, yeah, Alyssa Cara, it's called Hero and Here, and I definitely recommend it. It's, it's a nice song, very soothing. Uh,
0: send it to me after this. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm still glad you're enjoying yourself. I, I guess, um, as, uh, as for me, uh, hey, hey, with the monkeys. Uh, no, the song, uh, which I, I, I love a lot. Um now you see this is this is funny because like a song which a lot of people associate with me is Let's Dance Boys from the Bayonetta soundtrack Oh, uh, well, uh, because
1: you're opening.
0: It's you're opening. Uh, yeah, it's it's so funny because I it never it never was intended to stay that way. It just became a placeholder and never left. But so okay, I really love like fast strut walk songs. Like lately a song <gasps> which I am listening to on loop is rain on me lady gaga that's my girl. That's, my girl that's my girl that that song for me like even if the lyrics don't ma- like i'm sure they do in some way but for me it's the beat it's the the yes. the, the, the the voices it's and everything mm-hmm. about that song screams what i want to be yes i want to be big i want to be confident i want to be you know uh just explosively open with every. I just I, I just want to power walk down the street and not give a shit about what anyone fucking thinks. And that's what "Rain on Me" makes me feel. And I'm just like, ooh, it 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 slaps. I love that song. Um, a song which defines me is is very because I can't really pick one. That's the problem. It, it, it's more like, what song have I been listening to lately lately that has struck a chord? You know, that, that, uh, like there's one K-pop song I've been listening to. Um, it's really good. I, I'm sure if I sing a little bit of it, so it was like, um, what was it? I am just 26, 26, 26. Like somebody in the comments is probably going to go, ah, that one. Cool. Um, that song is really fucking good. It's a, it's a banger. Uh, I'll send it to you after. But, um, I've been listening to that. I've been listening to the Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande song, um, I've been listening to a Bravely Default OST, but yeah, to to, to to pinpoint a song that defines me would be, I'm not trying to say that I'd be impossible to define what I am, but no, it's, it's not that. It's just, yeah. you know, I, I guess if we're really trying to find a song that defines me, find something which is depressed all the time.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> oh just... my God. You know that song, you know what that <laughs> reminds me of? Not that you're this, but you know that song, I think I'm a creep, like I'm a creep. I'm a weird. Have you never heard uh, that song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Not saying that you're that I at think all. I you're not a yeah, creep yeah. or a weirdo. I love you to death. Okay, <laughs> you're not that. But that's like the most depressing <laughs> song to me. I'm a creep. I'm like, what the? f- You know, yeah. like, oh my god. <laughs> that's... I feel you. Uh, no, I
0: completely fucking get you.
1: But um... yeah.
0: Oh, I found it. Um, The song is by Hyun A. I I I don't know how to say the title, but it's like or Huna, Huna, that's
1: uh, right.
0: and the song is called Babe. Babe,
1: mm-hmm. let's see, Babe. I have. Never I'm, I'm actually gonna. It.
0: Se- I'm gonna send it to you.
1: Okay. I'm yeah. gonna
0: send it to you after this, uh, and I want I want to have an honest reaction. But I think at this point we have gone on far too long.
1: Sorry. Far <laughs>
0: too long, and I think I must I must throw you. From my residence. Get out. Get out. No, I'm joking. All it right, has bye. been <laughs> it has been an No <laughs> <laughs> It has been really, really nice having you on. Um I'm sorry it took so long. Things have just been crazy in my life right now. It's uh, But you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We we got there and it, it it has been it really has been a pleasure. Um and I, I would love to have you on again. I'm sure people would love to have you on again as well um thank you so much for joining and uh at this point go crazy plug yourself uh where can people find you
1: Oh, okay thank you thank you again seriously so much for having me like i know it's been a while to get me on here and just 2020 right um but it's been an absolute blast <laughs> love i love that this was like a very casual conversation too you know i think so many times youtubers yeah. get into the habit of like you know, film everything, record everything. This, that, it's just like I mean, we are recording. Don't get me wrong, but I just feel like it was lax. You know, it was just, it was just nice. It was nice. Um, but if you—that's you, that's
0: how I try to, yeah.
1: No, the vibe. I loved it. It was nice, chill. Like I felt relaxed. I didn't feel like nervous. Normally, like in the beginning, I was like, oh my god, I'm talking to the clemps. What do I do? But don't um, <laughs> <to> say that. <laughs> <laughs> but so, if you guys enjoyed me, feel free to check out my channel, um, youtubecom slash gaming. Also, um, at Lady Pelvic on Twitter, and I think at Lady Pelvic on Instagram as well. Um, again, JRPG Central over here. I am doing, I don't know when this is coming out, but, uh, hopefully I'll have a Final Fantasy 4 video for you guys, and I'll have a Trials of Mana remake video out for you guys. Um, but yeah. Excellent. So, thank you so much, Clemps. I really enjoyed my time. Loved it loved it loved it loved excellent
0: it. i'm really glad to hear that sweet uh, so on that note ladies and gentlemen uh enjoy the rest of your decembers i hope you have a very happy christmas or uh, whatever whatever the flip and uh i will probably be seeing you again in the new year crazy crazy uh thank god 2020 is it's dead we got him <laughs> <laughs> we got em.
1: hallelujah okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> see you later guys
1: bye bye